dude anyways for just for quick introductions for the guys who are yep. you know okay now this is where i start the official podcast <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so, so for the people This is my first time doing a podcast. So right. Oh, nice, podcast. nice. Brilliant. I've broken yeah. your podcast virginity. I'm glad. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um so yeah, so I know you obviously I've been following Chanel and her vlogs for a while and I obviously knew that awesome. uh you I know who you are and the fact that you are handling all the technicalities behind the videos and stuff. Uh yeah, it yeah. was actually today that not, I found not, a not all the technicalities there's a lot that Chanel does Oh okay okay yeah cool 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 yeah. right um so it's today that I found out that you have your own YouTube channel and you do like tech stuff stuff that I'm yeah. uh, also like obsessed about and the fact that you you know do reviews and stuff so the guys yeah, who are yeah. you know watching or tuning in uh, who would you say you are give me like a 20 second introduction uh um, I would say I am a uh, a marketer turned mm. social experimenter okay nice <laughs> um i don't know that's what i that's what i'd like to think i am right now right. uh basically been in the corporate sector for i don't know maybe about 8 or 9 years right and then um shanil and i like decided screw it we want to travel right want to build our lifestyles to kind of accommodate that and start building skills around that Right. And um been kind of um yeah been learning new skills along the way mm-hmm. and just trying to find different ways of making it happen. And yeah, I've been really lucky in the sense that uh, I studied marketing also so mm-hmm. I've been able to kind of bring all of that along with everything I've learned in the corporate yeah. sector. Even though I was in the corporate sector, I wasn't really corporate corporate. I always made it a point to work with um small um businesses mm-hmm. more SME sort of so right that i get to work with the the bosses the top management itself okay. so i got exposed a bit more i would think than had i just joined a normal corporate 95 right right so um, yeah that's i mean that's pretty interesting because nowadays you can see a lot of people just you know like stop because they're tired of working for corporates and you know they're just oh, breaking yeah. away and there's a huge trend it'd be interesting to get into how all that transpired Let's go back to like all the way if you know from your school days you know okay you left school what happened then like what mm. happened as soon as you left school did you you know do your high studies or, or Yeah so I left school and I um you are a Thomian right or Yep I went right. to St Thomas's yeah right, so right, I left right. school I think uh 2010 uh my mom was adamant that I do uh CIM or CIMA yeah. Yeah. um I prefer to go with marketing so I did CIM. Mm-hmm. Uh straight out of school I also joined um, Bartleeds uh, right. as a money broker so I did mm-hmm. um bonds treasury bonds forex mm-hmm. uh trading that was right. pretty cool like one and a half years I was in that dealing with like all the treasury treasury mm-hmm. rooms and stuff which is super awesome uh, really high like really intense uh, work environment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I was doing my marketing thing there and then One and a half years in I was like you know what I don't really see a future here I want to do right. something a bit more challenging. Right. Quit that join my dad uh, at the time my dad had a, a cab company um, which was okay. running out of mountain stuff joined him and then I s- set up a website for him this is back in 2011 or 12. Right. When websites were somewhat new oh, and wow, yeah, Google, Google Google Ads <laughs> was very new and yeah. I kind of utilized Google Ads to start up a tour business. Nice. And so we um, ran like a very boutique um tour business. Mm-hmm. Um and I was in that for maybe 3 to 4 years with my dad right. setting that up um mm-hmm. 
did really well unfortunately the last year and a half has been crap right but once it was set up um, again i felt like i wanted more right um, mm-hmm. in terms of learning in terms of like growing so i mm-hmm. decided to join harpo okay um, yeah and then i i joined him as like i joined at the very bottom like as a this harpo is pizza Yeah yeah yeah. Right. So he's got right. a, he's got a whole bunch of restaurants that he right. has. Harpo's Pizza being the most known but like oh, okay. maybe Park Street Muse. Right, right, right. I know all of those yeah. are his. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, and I started off um, as a social media executive or marketing executive actually. Right. Yeah. Um and then went on to um, handle all his uh, outlets for Harpo's Pizza and worked mm-hmm. on that um took on a bit of operational role as well. So I was a right. brand manager. and was looking after four restaurants and started retail and pizza trucks and bunch of stuff really enjoyed it but then that was the point where we traveled um uh, Chanel and I just traveled for the first time by ourselves right and that was in, like the time everything changed it, like, as in how probably. like did you did you guys meet while when you were working at Harpo's or was it the oh, same no, time no. frame we met we met um Nine years ago, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. She was. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was just out of school and we met oh, at okay. like a, oh, a wow. graduation party. And that's something you don't see that much <laughs> or hear about that much. That's pretty amazing. I know, right? Yeah. So you started Harpo's for like uh, you said four years ago, right? Four uh, or three. Well, I've left Harpo's. It's been almost two years or three years since I left. Okay. So maybe five years ago, I started Harpo's. Yeah. Okay, so and then I did three years there and left straight on three years. Like, okay, time for the next one. Next. Right. Time. So, so yeah. the traveling came, like you guys were wanted to go on a holiday or something like that, or was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, while I was at Harpo's, um, we decided to do a trip just by ourselves because otherwise we'd always do travel with our friends. Oh, like okay. Like going to Malaysia or going to Singapore, like. Right. And just going for a party, that sort of mm-hmm. trip. Like you know, you go have. enjoy yourself and then come back but then Chanel and I decided we wanted to do like a full on backpacking trip for a month okay this was while I while I was at Harpo's she had just started Elixir right. which is her own business a cold press oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah I know I, yeah I've, yeah I've and so we did that trip and that really opened our eyes because we met so many people who had been traveling for like 5 6 months and were working okay. while traveling like this oh, was wow. so new to us right. and we were just like wait what like how are these guys these guys are younger than us how right. are they like sustaining this and right. being able to travel so much and yeah. um yeah that really opened eyes and we learned so much in just that one month in terms mm-hmm. of like culture people um, exposure right um, so, so you guys we, left for an entire like month Uh, an entire month yeah so how? we start like the whole of thailand we basically did we started in the north we did one okay. and a half weeks in the north and then moved down right just a backpack mm-hmm. uh, this is prior to you guys to doing the whole social media thing right yeah well i think that's where it kind of chanel got the idea cuz she was showing that on her instagram oh, stories okay. at the time yeah and that got a lot of traction but like we did shoot some footage of gopros and stuff but we never yeah, made a yeah. video of it Oh, okay. But yeah, it was amazing. So how do you guys get like a manage to get a month off of like just a normal day-to-day hectic, you know, work life like or um, was it? so I mean, so that's the thing again because I was working with Harp and like I yeah. He's really flexible with me in terms oh, okay. of like oh, leave wow. and stuff. 
yeah. and I would work overtime anyways because during the FMB sector you kind of anyways right. like six to seven days. Right, right. Um, annual, I think, is about twenty-one days. I think if you're incorporated, right? right? Yeah, so yeah, twenty-one plus six plus whatever. And like, oh, okay. He was totally cool. He actually gave me extra cash and like go oh, nice. party and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Oh wow! And he's a cool boss to work with. Yeah, that's that's um, that's refreshing to hear. You don't hear that in Sri Lanka a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Um, oh wow! So okay, you you took a month off. You you know traveled. Yeah, to Thailand. traveled. traveled and we came back and then we were just like we can't like do this like it just right. didn't feel right from the time we came back we were just like wow like life feels so boring right now right so and from that point right. onwards we were just like thinking of ways of how we could sustain to travel and like right. initially our idea was we we're going to travel right throughout the year obviously right. like that was the goal Mm-hmm. We weren't able to do that right throughout. I mean, we did four months the first time we went off. Like as we quit our jobs, we did four months. Right. But then we started to realize that we were able to make more money back home in Sri Lanka. We weren't right. able to make as much when we were abroad. Right. Um, and so we kind of found a balance to always come back, do a lot of work here, right. make enough, go abroad, enjoy, come back. But of mm-hmm. course, we were working wherever we went. Right. Yeah. Uh, Wow, I mean, I think that's some one thing that I, I personally am struggling as well. I have a day job and I do have my freelancing videography whole stick. And I think one of yeah. the things that I think a lot of people, myself included, uh, how do you you know get to the point where you're going to quit that monthly salary? Like, oh yeah, um, yeah, that that how, that was no doubt I mean, that was tough. Yeah, but that's how, the one thing. Like both of us um, were just like we have to do it, uh, right. and, and and like it's only once you do it that you. figure out it's like this covid situation right now right like right, right. and someone told us um two months ago like you have to stay at home mm. you'll be like no we can't do that we won't be able to sustain but now we have to stay at home and now everyone's mm. going to figure out ways to stay at home and make things work right um kind of the way we looked at it mm-hmm. um at the time the way i looked at it when i quit was i looked at it as taking a three month or a six month holiday basically right I think I'm quitting my job. I know I can come right. back and find a job. Yeah. Like even half was like come back whenever you want. Right. But I was right. like, look, I want to go like figure mm-hmm. this out by myself. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I just looked at it as like investing in myself first. Right. Uh, so even when we went outside ah. and it wasn't really a holiday, it was like we right. we attended so many workshops and seminars okay. and like network and a bunch of stuff. Right. And learn so much. That's kind of where we learned, like a bit about mm. YouTube and social media and like Amazon FBA, dropshipping, and like right. got into all of that there. Right. And it was a great time to be in Thailand. Like it was amazing there. I wish we could mm. have stayed. Unfortunately, our freaking passports are like shit. Oh yeah, I mean that's the worst. I that's that's, that's yeah. one of the reasons. If that was sorted, it'd be so much more easier for us, especially as I mean, freelancers. Yeah, I mean, I I also want to get into that in a bit as well, like the whole visa situation, because that's, I mean, you find yeah. people who just work as cashiers in other countries yeah. for like three, four months, and they suddenly disappear for six months, you know, because that visa preparation is not at all something I want to dive yeah. into as well. But the point where, okay, you know, like everybody says you need to quit your job, you need to, you know, you know, do what you love. Yeah. Like, what was the preparation? Like, how did you like mentally prepare? How long did it take um, for you? Like, how long were you think- contemplating? Um, well, it was actually a bit of a sudden decision on my part. Right. Chanel was just getting out of her job. 
Mm. And uh, not her job actually, the business. She was just winding that up. Right. Um, this was uh, the the health elixir. Yeah. Elixir. Yeah. yeah. Right. And mm. at the same time, I was also kind of like um, questioning where I was going forward with, mm. within the group in terms of what I would do next. Right. Um, and then it just came to this point where I was like, look, like I'm not sure ex- exactly how it happened, but I had lined up a few other things that I wanted to do mm-hmm. in terms of work, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a month off and then come back and work on these. Okay. Another project that was going to involve Chanel as well. Right. Um, and I think uh, uh, one thing I think everyone needs to realize is that if you're going to do this, you need to have some capital like stashed right. up. It's not all just going to happen overnight. You're not going to find a job straight away and stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that in that sense, I had managed to save a bit of money. Mm -hmm. Plus, I had just finished paying um, the the lease on my vehicle. Right. Um, And I sold it. And I was like, fuck it, I don't need the vehicle anymore. (laughs) Uh, Oh, shit, sorry. I shouldn't be swearing. No, no, that's fine. Uh, I have no uh, cap on that. uh, Yeah, so... (laughs) I sold it. I had. I knew I had a bit of a buffer. I wasn't planning on tapping into that. Right. But with that, I said, okay, look, six hundred dollars, and this is why we always stick to this six hundred dollars whenever we travel for a month. Because oh, okay. we knew the first trip we did, we did uh-huh. it for six hundred dollars each. Oh, okay. So the way I looked at it was like, look, I've saved six hundred dollars for the first month. Hmm. I'm going to go to Thailand and figure out how I'm going to make the next six hundred dollars. Right. If I make the next six hundred dollars there, I'll stay on another month, uh, and I will just try my best to keep going that way. Right. But I knew I had that. I had two things. One is I knew I could always come back to Sri Lanka and find a job. Right. And two is that I knew I had some like fallback cash with me. Right. Um, same thing with Chanel. Like we both were just like, look, let's just go and just right. figure it out. And it was honestly the best time of my life. Like even though we didn't really succeed at finding jobs to kind of mm-hmm. stay on there, which mm-hmm. might have not worked anyways. I think it was more beneficial for us to come back to Sri Lanka and mm-hmm. build on what we had here. Mm-hmm. But um, we learned so much there. Um, I I like had the craziest like growth while I was there. Right. Wow, and that's yeah, and I quit smoking, which is what I always tell myself. I'm like, if everything uh, fails, I don't care. I quit smoking, which is uh, the best thing that happened. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's one of the things. You know, I I I've been I've been a before this I was a musician and I've you know had dreadlocks and all of that and I've been giving yeah. so much shit for people for not being able to quit and all that but right now I it's I am addicted to sugar and I can't quit it oh yeah <laughs> so I I now I understand okay how difficult that that um, that mm-hmm. process of like yeah. letting go of an addiction because I really can't I've been trying for the past like two years to try and stay off sugar for at least a week it's so impossible yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty Once amazing. Once you break one, you kind of like figure out how you can break. Right. Sorry, so many. Right. Um, that's uh, yeah, sugar is actually, I realized I've also started to have a bit more sugar now. Yeah. Locked in at home and like loading yeah. up on the coffees. I only have sugar <laughs> with my coffee. Yeah, because yeah, um, I'm at the, I'm at, I'm 29 this year and I'm going to the age where oh, okay, I need to, we all need to start watching our sugar levels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, right. But, but yeah, hats off on that, man. It's pretty amazing that uh, you were able to like quit that because I know how much money that guzzles down, like when you're, you know, mm. when you're. Oh, yeah. And I mean, um, back then it wasn't that much money. Right. But like now I look at it and I'm just like, whoa, that's <laughs> a lot of money. Right. But more than that, it was like, like what I keep telling everyone is, like yes my motive might have been like to save mm. up of money and also help 
right. but more than the money and the health it was the fact of learning how to break an right. addiction right which is just so powerful and yeah. kind of like gives you this confidence to like take on anything and like know right. that yeah you can you can break it if you right. want to just yeah, which is pretty awesome yeah Wow. So that's why I always look back at that time and I'm just like man that was the best time of my life because I did so many different things. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty, pretty interesting. Really yeah. yeah. So okay, fine. So you traveled for a month and you came back and obviously now I for, I, so I stayed on for like 3 months. I was in Thailand for 2. Oh um, wow, 3. Oh, so that yeah, so you were you were Right. Yeah, yeah. Shanel came back cuz she had some modeling gigs and stuff. Right. I was like look I said I'm going to stay here. So okay. Like, I'm oh, staying wow. here. Um and That's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy like I found I was doing like five jobs and then I found like guy oh, wow. like flew to meet me and then I started working for a company based out of Philippines right. and like Oh, so th- was was this the time period when you set up that okay, you know what? I have $600. If I make more yeah. $600, I'm going to stay the next month. Oh, so you were implementing it as you as you on that first trip as itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's that, yeah. and and you were able to find work online. Uh, yep. uh wow, that's amazing. Found work online, pretty... I actually made way more money than I would have made back home. Dude, that's crazy. Um, it was a crazy time, yeah. But of course it's it's freelance work right? right so you have your ups and your downs and mm. all of that to navigate through it um right. but yeah at the same time that's when Chanel also started like mm. take, like she was super serious about Instagram right and when we did the Vietnam trip we realized that like mm-hmm. this could be this could be the way that we could actually because right. even though i was in thailand it felt like even though i felt i quit my job it still felt like I was working for someone else. Right. Cuz technically that's what I was doing. Yeah. Um yeah. but like Instagram like when we did that and we realized wow okay this mm-hmm. is actually doable and this right. is like gives us the freedom to do it the way we want to do it. Right. So then that was the point we decided okay like and like to be like really honest Chanel had to do so much in terms of convincing me to get on board. I hated so right. that's why right. that, that's why I'm oh, really new to Oh yeah. That's why I'm very new to YouTube and stuff. I right. just started the channel and oh, wow. I was totally empty. Right. Uh, so yeah, cuz I can imagine Chanel cuz she's obviously doing she's like uh, modeling and stuff and she's like a veteran in the whole um yeah, yeah. social media stick and all of that so I can Oh, I didn't know that you yeah. were completely against like going online and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Oh yeah, I was completely. The first few trips we did I was just like what the hell are we doing we're here to like enjoy this trip. Oh wow, no kidding. Instead I'm taking pictures of you like everywhere we go. <laughs> um, Interesting. But then like yeah. eventually uh so Chanel went like Chanel's also in that sense like she also loves to just like, go all out. Right. Uh so she went and invested and got up her first camera and then like she basically gave okay. me and said okay. Here right. she sets everything up and I take the picture and right. then I started getting the hang of it slightly. Mm-hmm. And we started getting a lot of like recognition for just like the pictures we were doing at the time. Right, right. Yeah, um, I mean like like I think that's so photography and videography is like a massive part of your life right now like how did that oh, yeah. initially start like how how did you know okay you know what i need to get this kind of gear like how did that worm that's all over it that's why i said it's like technicality is everything is Chanel. right um, oh, okay gear all oh, of wow, that's Chanel. interesting so, like, so she did all the research on our first camera okay uh, she did all the research on how to use the camera and she would literally right. set it up for me and be like 
okay use this oh, wow. and then she would tell me okay yeah and then she'd tell yeah. me like you know how to how to use the eyes or how to use right. aperture and all of right. that and um, i think i had a bit of i had a i had somewhat of an eye because from a very young age mm. like my aunt and my mom's they all had like you know point and shoot cameras and right. i used to go on like bird watching trips and stuff so i kind of would have developed an eye i'm guessing to mm. kind of get a frame right um so i kind of enjoyed it but at the same time i was reluctant to do it cuz like i was one of those boyfriends right the guy you go wow <laughs> the guy with the camera and like so i was very uh, reluctant at first right um, interesting and then When we were in Vietnam, or when we just before we went to Vietnam, mm-hmm. like I wanted to get Chanel a gift uh, for her birthday or something, and I <laughs> bought a drone. Uh, oh wow! Which is the drone I still use. That's a uh, pretty hefty uh, gift. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, my freelance life was good when I was in Thailand. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. Um, but I got it as a gift for her, and I used it, and I was just like, you right. know. This is mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then like everything changed because suddenly mm. I also wanted to travel to all these crazy places to mm. buy my drone and take pictures with the drone and video with the drone and stuff. Right. And that's how I got into like videography is primarily through aerial uh, right. videography. Right. I loved mm. buying my drone very yeah. much into. So what's it what's the drone yeah. that you got? DJI Spark. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a freaking um, a huge investment. Like that's one of the, because no, it's, it's it's not. It was like I mean, yeah. I uh, guess. No, in the terms uh, of like, like yeah, yes, yes, that's the monetary aspect to it. But then, like yeah. I've always been afraid of what if you drop like your drones falls oh, out of the yeah. sky. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. so easy. And um, like my first like if you go into my YouTube channel, you'd see yeah. I do a thing. Uh, there's a, a one year with my Spark. Okay. And my first flight with it, I was testing out uh, you get the auto features of right. the spark, so yeah, it yeah. does drones and stuff. Right. And the first one was like we were at Chiang Mai University. I was with another friend. Okay. And I said, let's check it out, and I put it up, and it went hit a tree, and it fell oh, into the water. Oh God! Oh my God! And gosh. I dived into this lake, oh, and I took it out, and I was like, oh man! And this is before I even told Chanel I got her the drone. Oh God! Wow. That's that was yeah. must must have been heart wrenching. That was crazy, and I went back there. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, it's been amazing. I love that drone, man. Like I I still mm-hmm. use it. Some of the mm-hmm. shots of that drone have made it into like. Amazing campaigns, right. which like people find really hard to believe that it's from a Spark, because a Spark right. is like a very beginner level drone. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that it's so small just mm. lets you like just go crazy with it. And now yeah. it's like, I mean, yeah, that's one thing that uh, like a lot of people who get into this whole um, you know video thing is that they think that okay, video quality and all of that is oh yeah the the main thing. But like when they like the stuff yeah. that you guys are doing, I mean, when you started out. It, like it, yeah. the scenes were breathtaking and that's like later i realized even the videos you do now later i realized the quality is amazing but the first thing i realized is actually the video like the content yeah. that you guys yeah. make yeah um, yeah definitely uh, and like yeah. there is something like shanil and i also always like debate on because i'm right. just like i'm so anti investing right. on all this gear right. it's like holy like we have to recover we have to recover <laughs> you know, we need to invest yeah and um, i always think that the story obviously mm. takes it way further than the mm. actual visuals yeah but then like 
now that we now that we got like i was totally against getting the a7 3 because it's a huge investment i was yeah, like are you freaking crazy let's first make a bit more money and she was like yeah. no let's make let's get this right. and maybe we'll make the money after that right um and i saw that difference after i got it i was just like whoa even my creativity yeah. went to another level because i was able to do so many other things right um so there is that fine line but mm-hmm. like what i would say is that like we were able to create videos like our first few videos were like videos for hotels and restaurants and that's what actually got us all our work right. and those were all videos made of like an iPhone X right the phone gimbal right uh, right right yeah so like, be- there's and especially mm-hmm. now with the phones you have like yeah, exactly. no excuse you can definitely yeah. start off on a phone yeah. and then yeah. it's just uh-huh. a luxury before we continue i think we hit the 25 minute mark let's just reset our camera do you use the the image um the what is called image edge app Yeah, I, I do your... use it, but now I have so uh, I I have um, so let me just show you a picture of what I'm looking at. Um, so I have. I'm guessing you have some sick setup over there. No, I no actually you'll be surprised. There. You'll be surprised. So I I have this massive mirror. Oh, right. So nice. that's showing me the back of my screen. <laughs> Man, I've also been researching so much on like. DIY like setup yeah, kind dude, of Yeah dude it's it's a rabbit hole cuz cuz once you start yeah. buying gear you want okay I, okay yeah. now I don't cuz I used to have a Canon 70D that flip out screen I was like okay oh, I right. need a monitor now I need to spend another 300 to get a monitor <laughs> and uh, I think it was I think the last camera that I bought was the Sony A7 III as well which was in yeah. um, March last year when I made this huge investment I, I thought okay I'm going to spend a lot of money get my gear and after that I put a ban on myself that I'm not going to buy a single like piece of gear ever again at least for another 2 years because it's cuz yeah. I just kept buying one after the other after the yeah. other and I was it was exactly. just eating and like I didn't have so obviously I'm still living with my mom and dad uh, so I yeah. don't have to pay rent and all of that I I've, I've been so lucky so far not to have any of yeah. those responsibilities that normal people have and it oh, was bro, even I should actually mention that that yeah. was actually another big factor in right. quitting my job and going abroad mm. I knew that I had my I could always come back yeah. I think yeah, that's, exactly. that's a factor not everyone has the privilege of yeah yeah and had I not had that I probably might have not done it but just right. knowing that I could yeah, always yeah you have that that safety net to fall back on right net, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I still do like I'm still able to do all this ridiculously crazy like <laughs> yeah exactly because, um, but like you know you have to make use of everything you have exactly because so, I mean yeah because because uh, it gives you the opportunity you know like make something better for everybody right because you can take exactly. the risk and stuff yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah going back to the whole uh, you know shooting stuff with your uh, like iPhone and all of that like right now even. Yeah. I'm I'm doing all these videos where I'm trying to show people how you can uh, do photography on a budget and I'm blown away about what my phone camera can do um, oh yeah with the light even even now if somebody comes and asks me okay what's the camera you want to buy I just tell them to just spend a lot of money on a really good phone because not everybody gets into photography yeah. and then they leave the camera in their cupboard somewhere right yeah, um, yeah if they buy a good phone then that means they can use the phone as well like later on and stuff so exactly it's and like the phone like i mean for most people like you're going to start off with instagram or like right. a platform like that or tiktok like if you're on tiktok there's no point of even having a good camera and right. it looks like people are going to be going on to tiktok yeah. like very heavily in future <laughs> yeah so then it makes even more sense to have a phone a exactly. really good phone like i still have an iphone 6s right 
yeah crap to take pictures mm. but like i don't use it for anything other than just flying my drone right um but like we totally managed with like Chanel's mm. iPhone X for yeah. the longest time. Right. It's crazy when you think about it, like, <laughs> like you can make so much of money off that like phone that you spend exactly, in such yeah, a luxury, exactly. but you were able to convert it and like make mm. so much money. Yeah. But like then you want to really take it serious and like, it's again like, you know, you, you put in the capital and the investment and then obviously you're going to want to recover it. Yeah. Um, which is what we, how we looked at getting the Sony as well. Right. It was pretty hefty at the time and we were like, yeah, if we get this, yeah, that's, we are going to work our asses off to make sure we recover. Yeah, because yeah, it is a pretty big investment. It's about three, exactly. I think you probably spent about three and a half lakhs on that, like close to... Yeah, with the lens about 500. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. Yeah. You buy a camera, you have to buy the lens as well. Yeah, and like one lens is not enough. Now we're looking yeah. at the next lens and it's like, oh. So before the Sony, what was it? Like, what was the, what was the camera that you, you guys uh, It was a... Canon. Was it the KC Neistat? KC Neistat setup was it a seventy D by any chance or the Rebel? It might have. I think it might have been. Oh. Right. Yeah. We will, yeah. So that. So just, yeah. when you did the wow, this is Sri Lanka, what was the uh, what was the gear that you guys were using? Like. When you uh, know, so at that time you still had the Canon. The, right. Yeah, I think it was the seventy D. Right. Right. Um, right. Right. And Yashvin, so we brought on Yashvin, I'm not sure if you heard of him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So basically, we, how it, it's how this is Sri Lanka happened was, mm-hmm. we have always wanted to travel around Sri Lanka. Like, right. That's been my like dream from the time I was in school. Right. Like, as soon as the war was over, like I was like, all our friends were like, bro, we have to do this, like right. drive around the country. Yeah. But it's always been that like conversation you have when you get drunk yeah. but it never happens because no <laughs> yeah. one can ever get like two or three weeks off together to do it mm-hmm. um, and then like when we came back from was it, yeah when we came back from Vietnam mm. oh no when we came back from Thailand the second time around mm-hmm. uh, okay. the next year again we went to Thailand we were there for a while and then when we came back um, we were like look let's do this right because like it has, this is the best time like now we are actually like in this thing mm-hmm. um, and so then at that around that time Yashvin yeah, Chanel had somehow found out about Yashvin right. and she was saying like he's a really cool videographer check him out mm-hmm. and I followed him and I was like ah this guy is young he's just mm-hmm. started out right. he'd be totally down to go on a trip like this because mm-hmm. like, we didn't have money to spend for to spend on a photographer or a videographer yeah. to take them with right. us all right. we could do is say, look, we'll cover all your costs, like, come right. with us, film and like have a crazy adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so he had a A7 III, that's actually how we also like ah, started okay. getting into it. Right, you guys got a taste uh, of the quality art. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Um, right. And so yeah, we, like planning it was something like I knew like, because I was in the tour business anyway. Like, okay, knew, like, so you had the, the travel industry. info. Yeah, and I knew yeah. like how to target the hotels and like how to work with brands and stuff. And right. I think that has been a strong suit for us always is the fact that like I've understood how to work with brands. Mm, so like wow, right. Chanel ha- handles the aesthetic and that whole aspect, I handle the brand aspect. Right, right. So I found ways to like fund the whole trip mm. and bring in different people for different parts of it. Right. How um, long did that planning take? Like planning the, because it took you guys a month, right? Exactly to go around the country. Yeah. Another month. Yeah. Yeah, I think it took us three weeks. 
okay. planning it would have taken a month i would think right. or and you guys no, I, I mean one of the like clever, clever things that you guys are doing you guys also I, I don't know if it was a brand deal with mobitel or something like that where you guys were uh, yeah, tracking yeah, yeah, the yeah. the so mobitel like, speed I, I was looking at this recently like see this is the thing right people right. think that oh we just did it and like Right. It happened, but right. no, like I created a business plan. I reached yeah, out to so many different people. Right, like, like Mobitel was just one of the brands. I was like, oh, okay, twenty different brands that I wanted to like reach out to. Yeah. Um, and there were so many other brands that we worked with, mm-hmm. but that we weren't able to create the content like according to what we had promised. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get that um, sponsorship at the right. end of the trip. But right. we had done the trip and we were just like, you know what, forget all of that. Like, right. We did it like it worked out. You guys weren't selling um, out for the sake of selling out. If you, if you weren't happy, you just didn't yeah. go through with yeah, it. Yeah, right. exactly. Like the whole thing was like, we were going to do it our way. And that's mm-hmm. when we also realized that was the way to work as influencers. Right. Rather than like tell a brand, okay, We'll review it and like mm-hmm. we like that. We were just like, no, we are doing this. Mm-hmm. You can come with us, and this right. is what you'd have to pay. Interesting. Um, and we work with a number of brands, and that right. way, like, it really works. Um, That's amazing. So that has always been the way we've done it. Mm-hmm. Like even when we go to like even when we went to Bali, like we told a bunch of people, this is what we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. This is how we work. If mm-hmm. you are interested, you can work with us, okay. right. rather than like take on some sort of responsibility. Because with this is Sri Lanka, unfortunately, like that's what happened. Like we signed up with certain people that wanted like X amount of pictures and pictures in certain certain uh, ways. Okay. Okay. And then we were like, this doesn't really fit the mood. Right. This is not true. You don't find this product here, so we can't right. really promote it here. Okay. And so then we like, right. you had to learn like along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but yeah, that trip was just amazing. Yeah, cause so so this is I think after like this is Sri Lanka, uh, Lanka was I think a year after you guys took all the to the, the hiatus of you know like you know we're gonna travel that happened a year later. It right? was yeah, it was a year later. So we right. basically did that. We were in Thailand, Vietnam, came back. Mm-hmm. We went to Thailand again, and then we came back and did this. Yeah, right. I mean that's I think that's when I got to like start getting track of uh, Chanel's uh, YouTube channel. As well, yeah. so was that uh, like the Vietnam? Was there a vlog for Vietnam as well? Yep, there was one. I mean, there are still vlogs to come out for Vietnam, so oh, we're wow. actually working on the backlog. <laughs> oh, those. wow, nice, good um, to hear. <laughs> but the Vietnam had one, and that was actually the vlog that like really like made us realize that you know YouTube is something that mm-hmm. we could do. Right. Uh, we did one of this waterfall we went to, which was on the border of Vietnam and uh, China. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Which was awesome and like right. that's where my drone footage also came into the scene mm-hmm. for the first time. Right. Um, so yeah, after we did that, that's when I started realizing how we could create these sort of vlogs even mm-hmm. when back when we come back to Sri Lanka and like yeah. that. Um, and so that's how we like went about it. So right. like we came back and we were like that mm-hmm. was the vlog that we looked at and we were like, okay, this is the sort of thing we can do. Right. And then like bringing in the brands and like working around with them. Mm. Right. So after the, I think after this is, the Bali trip came after this is Sri Lanka, right? Like, uh, yeah. So this is Sri Lanka and then we did a lot. So after this is Sri Lanka, like mm-hmm. it really, it blew up. Yeah. And we got a bunch of work here. So we got to right. work with like Cinnamon yeah. and do another this is Sri Lanka with like Miss World. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was just like, Epic. Mm-hmm. And then there were yeah. so many other brands that wanted to like do mm-hmm. content around Sri Lanka. Right, yeah. 
But we had planned to finish This Is Sri Lanka and like we bought our tickets and we were going to leave the day we uploaded the last episode of This Is Sri Lanka. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, that ah, was okay. like, it was scheduled. Okay. And <laughs> a week before we uploaded the last episode, Cinnamon called us. Oh, uh, wow. Because this was, this was after the Easter attacks. Mm-hmm. So Cinnamon called us and they were like, uh, we're doing this. Right. Uh, we want you all to direct it. Okay. And we were just like, I remember oh, seeing this. I remember seeing Shanae's stories about uh, you guys directing a commercial for Cinnamon. Um, and yeah. I was also quite... And like, not just Cinnamon, like Miss World. We were just like, what? Like, when does this right. happen? Right, yeah, I remember so seeing I this, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, let's... Um, like, at that time, we had paid for the tickets and like, trip yeah. and everything. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's um, try and charge them so that we can cover the cost of right. the tickets and the trip. right. Yeah. And if we do that, like, screw the trip, this is going to be way yeah, more. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime it's a, thing. Yeah. And it, so it worked out. Like, they were, like, we had to write a script and, like, do everything within that one week. Wow, so that's... we didn't cancel our tickets or anything. Like, we did all of that work, right. gave it to them, and they were like, okay, cool. And, and then, then we just canceled the trip. And right. We took nice. on that. And then we moved the trip to later on. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Okay. And, um... Yeah, it was good. It was perfect timing. It was really, it was amazing to be able to do that. Right. We, like, I mean, like, like I told you, we started off with an iPhone X and whatever, and like we were mm. able to do crazy. all of that in such a short time period yeah. with not much experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was amazing. Interesting. So so, okay. The, then when you guys like started, you know, looking at Bali. Um, yeah. Uh, what was is there like a still like a plan have you guys like uh, projected ahead like a year and thought okay these are the things that you guys are going to cover or how often do you all like brainstorm and come up with like these schedules well, we don't we don't look at uh, like excursions in the place but we look mm-hmm. at countries so like okay. so Indonesia was actually supposed to be the first place we travelled to but okay. I fell in love with Thailand that I was just like no, we need to like I, may, I wanted I I basically told Chanel I want to go back to Thailand every year because right. to me Chiang Mai oh, wow. is like this. It's it's the place. Like the amount of pe- the people you meet there, and like, it's amazing. Especially right. for freelancers and entrepreneurs, like online entrepreneurs, Chiang Mai is the place. Right. Interesting. Um, so like I wanted to go back, but then Chanel always wanted to go to Bali because obviously that's where all the influencers are. Mm-hmm. Um, and like so. After we did Vietnam and all of that, then we were like, okay, fine, let's do Bali. Right. Um, and we just picked a country. Like, so next was supposed to be India. Mm-hmm. I think we might have been in India right about now, had this not happened. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, and when we went to Bali, we didn't really plan anything. We just get to the country and then start planning. Right. So, yeah. so you guys might travel with wife there as well, right? Like. Yeah. Have, have you guys like uh, seen their channel before you guys met them? Or yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 so travel with wife and them, like we, they were, so Chanel knew about them because I mm-hmm. wasn't on Instagram. Again, right, right. Like I right. was on Instagram, but just with my little set of friends. I was right. following other people and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Chanel was in touch with them from the time we were in Vietnam. Okay. Um, okay. So like they always would like pictures and talk and like whatever and. And I think when they did the, they also did a Sri Lanka trip, which was okay. like a, yeah, a, yeah. a month before we did This Is Sri Lanka. Right. Um, and they really supported us when we did our trip also, which was, which was really Interesting. nice. And, like, right. and we were always like talking and stuff, but we could never meet. Like we mm-hmm. had planned to do a few like um, 
labs sort of right, before yeah. Yeah. while we were in Sri Lanka but like things always got in the way and stuff right. and then it just so happened that like while we were there they said they were also coming mm, right. uh, <laughs> and then we were like wow that's awesome we should definitely meet with them right. so yeah, you guys you guys super. I think you guys were with them for like a day or two right Oh. Yeah, we were with them. We were in Nusa Penida with them for two days, but we okay. met just for one day and like mm. went around and filmed and mm. stuff. Right. Both of us had really hectic schedules. Okay. So right now with the whole situation, I mean, like, I okay, we I can speculate about what travel is like and what the tour industry is going through right now. Yeah. But like, you guys are yeah, like yeah. in in the whole, you know, depth or right in the center of it at the moment. Like, how oh, yeah. is how is that just you know like affected the whole situation with the, with the with um, COVID-19. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's, it obviously sucks because mm-hmm. like, especially when you have so much like built up and you've invested so much in that one particular thing. But then yeah. like how we look at it is that that's life at the end of the day. Things are going to happen and you're going to have to learn to adapt and move. Right. Um, and obviously this happening now means that we are going to have to like, I started a YouTube channel. I've mm-hmm. never done that. Right. Like learn other skills. Yeah. Do it. And and it's not that travel is not going to be around. It's just that it won't be around it's for a while. It's paused for a while. Right. It's paused. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the way I see it is like we just it gives, just gives us more time to experiment more. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, what we want to do is travel. So yeah. we will always go back to that. But mm-hmm. this gives us more time to experiment in other fields and stuff and like do stuff because. Uh, as much as we are going to be working around travel, like mm. every every opportunity we get, like there were a few things we were supposed to do travel related, even during COVID, like, right. we still are like in talks and like planning it. But mm-hmm. the situation is getting worse by the day, so it's, right. everything just gets pushed back. Yeah. Um, but like at the end of the day, I feel when it does clear, mm-hmm. that's the time that you're going to need social media influences even more. That's right. the time you're going to need content creators even more. Because right. when that happens, people are not going to have the budgets to go for the mm-hmm. big marketing agencies. Right. Um, that's when they're going to need the smaller guys to come help them. Out, right. Uh, right. Right. They right. are a big corporate or whatever. So uh, it just gives us time. I mean, for us, we feel like anyways, we want to be the, the mm. English travel right. couple that promotes Sri Lanka. Yeah, like the local this thing, and that's right. that's where we'll always be, even though we travel elsewhere and do other work. Mm-hmm. So when the time comes, we're always going to be supporting Sri Lanka tourism, mm-hmm. working with brands right. to revive Sri Lanka tourism. That's always mm-hmm. our thing. Yeah. It's it sucks that we can't make as much money as we would have um, mm-hmm. had this not happened. Right. But um, yeah, I, mean, I think everyone's going to face a really tough yeah. time, like, no matter what industry you're in. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're going to need to change. You're going to need to adapt. Yeah. Um, we are just super grateful that like we didn't stick to only social media influencing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned. We learned, I mean, again, good thing we invested in the camera because we learned to do videography and <laughs> photography and like now we're yeah. food and like so many other things as well. Right. So like as a result of that, like it's challenging us to also now pick up other skills and work mm-hmm. with other brands, other completely unrelated industries. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah, um, really. but yeah, in terms of travel, like it's it's really sad. I feel so. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are not really that affected at the end of the day. True. Our investment is nothing in comparison to the investment of hotels and restaurants and mm-hmm. other huge establishments that are mm-hmm. just completely hit by this. And also, and the guys who are earning on a really relying on a day-to-day salary, they are also. Uh, oh oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like there are so many. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 really messed up in that yeah. sense. And the thing is, again, like thankfully we are independent. 
But it is really sad to see that like yeah. Sri Lanka tourism has to go through this now, like mm. just a year after what happened, and like it's it's going it's, to be an impact. Yeah. But what we are being hopeful is that hopefully it'll be it'll have a positive impact mm. on. I mean, Indian the South yeah, the Earth is becoming a lot healthier because of oh, yeah. this yeah. whole situation. And it's not just the Earth. I think even in terms of like tourism, so that's something mm. we're we're definitely like focusing on, and we're going mm-hmm. to be talking about is. Building a sustainable approach to tourism, like mm. our tourism model was not sustainable right. before. Like we were right. highlighting a lot of the things Sri Lanka was doing that was just not right. Mm-hmm. Like from the whale watching, Maria Park, right. all of that was just wrong. Like we were just, for the sake of tourism, just, just like absolutely diminishing our resources. Right, and not and making it sustainable. Yeah, and like now mm. that we've really hit rock bottom, it gives mm. us the space and the time to. properly strategize and like right. i've been watching a lot of the industry leaders and that is what they are talking about too right. they're talking about like coming up with a sustainable strategy so that going forward we don't have to put our country like ba- like when we went into bali we realized mm-hmm. how wrong like how bad tourism could get right. if you just keep going after the money bali is having serious issues there mm. uh, wow. and we're actually doing a video about that uh, interesting yeah about like the comparison of the two models mm-hmm. So so it's it's a chance for Sri Lanka tourism to also build from that's, um, that's interesting yeah so yeah. i mean But do you think do you think uh, travel is going to get like expensive in the near future when the dust settles or what, what no, do you think it's going to get cheap i mean local okay. travel is going to get cheap right international travel i have a really bad feeling is going to be next to impossible for people like us like mm. sri lankans who right. have sri lankan passports yeah because what's going to happen is until a vaccine or a proper testing procedure is formed mm. Mm. all countries are going to lock their borders right And it's just going to be a multiplication of the current visa structure right so like you know if you come from a developed western nation that has good protocols to detect Yeah. and say that you're clear you'll be allowed to come to bali but if right. you come from sri lanka or maldives or some other country that has no protocol to check i mean yeah. whatever said in sri lanka is doing well right now mm-hmm. right but if if it is spread if it just spreads around like it is supposed to like spread around right around mm. then it's going to be tough for us to get visas to like travel to the states or travel right. to the us cuz right. they're all going to everyone's going to lock their borders and they're going to mm-hmm. only open them up if it's absolutely necessary right uh, and then mm-hmm. that's where money comes into play so right. i think like uh, traveling i don't know i could be completely wrong but i feel right. like traveling to the west is going to be difficult in the next mm-hmm. one one and a half years yeah but prices will drop prices are going to drop mm-hmm. without doubt because at the end of the day unlike resources these are resources and these are hotels that are there they have to fill up right these are excursions that are there they have to keep running so yeah. they run at whatever cost so we are going to see that the second the curfew pulls out of here you're going to see the craziest deals in kalam right right, right. Uh, yeah. and in the same way it's going to happen all over so yeah. yeah in a way 
I mean, I'm, uh, this this is one of the few moments where I'm I'm uh, I'm glad we are in a third world country with a corrupt. I mean, I don't want to say corrupt government, but a bureaucratic yeah. government simply because they can force us to stay indoors. Where if you go to the US and the UK, oh, people yeah. are protesting, and there it's even yeah, increasing yeah. rapidly. I think that's one of the main reasons we are having a bit of a better situation because everybody's legally asked to stay indoors, right? And, uh, yeah, true, true, true. So, but like, I mean, we really don't know. What exactly yeah. is, like mm. to, uh, there's no point staying indoors for six months and then coming yeah. out and then the virus spread right exactly so, yeah that's a, that's true that's a good point uh, um, so like we need to we need to come to terms with the fact that like this is going to take some time right. the fact that it's affected the world over like even mm. if we completely eliminate it that's a completely different thing like a new game we're going to enter into because we're going to have to be completely self um, sufficient as an island, right? You can't really be like right now. That's true. Even if you wanted to buy gear, you can't buy gear, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking all over for lights and stuff, and I'm just like, shit, there's nothing here. And I'm like, how do we get this stuff? Yeah, now? yeah. Um, I, I was just messaging Yamaha Music in the morning, trying to get like a proper level here. Mike, they're out of stock. It's like, I didn't know, ask him when yeah. it's coming. They yeah. Don't know. yeah. I was also looking around for mics and lights mm. and it's like, oh crap, this is going to be the reality for a while. Like yeah. even when it clears up, people have to start producing and mm. to produce and then stock the world over. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cycle, it's not yeah. going to happen overnight. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, dude, dude um, yeah. to wind things off, I mean, we spoke about some very serious things. How was it meeting Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Man, I, I'm not sure how much of the story you've heard, right? I, I, I watched the whole uh, thing where yeah, you, you so, tried to record and then the GoPro went off and then you got caught. Oh, yeah. Jeez. And oh. like at the time, I was shitting bricks. Because like, not, not necessarily because of Floyd Mayville, like He looked puny because right. he had obviously yeah. lost his bulk or whatever. But he yeah. was like tiny short guy next to right. me. Yeah. But the fact that like at that time when it happened, I didn't know it was him. Like right. I saw a guy who looked like him and I was right. like, give me the GoPro. I want to take a shot and send this to our friends and be like, I saw a guy who looks like Floyd. Right. And this went up and he yelled and I was like, oh shit. Like as he yelled, I was like, okay, this is Floyd. Because like right. he sounded so much like him. Right. I was like, okay, this is the guy. And then he, then suddenly his guards were coming down and I was like, oh shit. Oh, and crap. in front of all these people. And I wasn't really thinking at that point. I was just like, oh shit, okay, like, cool, 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 calm down, man, calm down. Right. And he was like yelling at me, and I was like, cool, we'll go, just delete our footage, and we went and gave it to them. Right. But then, <laughs> after then, his guards were totally cool. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, I hope you understand, like, you yeah. know, he wants his privacy and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was having a good chat, and he's like, oh, I've been wanting to come to Sri Lanka and whatnot, right? Oh, okay. The guard. Right, the, um, guys, right. the bouncers rather and mm. we were like we had a good chat with them he, they mm. deleted our footage or just right. our GoPro footage right right, right, um, right and then we walked up and then I messaged I was like would you guys believe me I was talking to my friends I was like would you guys yeah. believe me we told you we just bumped into Floyd Mayweather and this happened and, <laughs> and got like, roughed oh, up by his guards <laughs> yeah and like oh bullshit this that and I was like right. ah. and at that time like that's when my mind started working again mm. and I was like, holy shit, that could have been a viral moment. <laughs> like if Floyd hit me there and we videoed it, that would have just like blown up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it's, like, it's a good uh, thing Chanel caught it from the side, right? There is a, she zooms yeah, into the picture. Yeah, but man, if, 
the thing is like there were so many other people there and if anyone had even just caught just him shouting at me like that or like a bit of that action yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been crazy right so then after that i was like he had like six vehicles his entourage with like right. six vehicles in the car park and we were out having lunch and i was like i'm going to talk to him I said, okay. no, you're not. As I know, I want to talk to him. Don't worry, right. I'll sort him out. I'll go talk to him and explain to him. Okay. And like, I just have to get a picture with him so that we can save him at him. Right. And at the time, Chanel was just like, "You've embarrassed me enough. You're not doing this." But like the second he left, I was just like, we just lost the opportunity mm. of a lifetime. Yeah. We totally should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Were other people actually speaking to him, or were they all like nah, staying back? He was, no, so he was like he is just like he is on TV, man. Right. Like arrogant little prick. Right. Like he was just by himself with like the two tricks around him. Right, right, right. Full on, like what are you looking at me for? And like oh, anyone ah. who looks at him, he's like give a dead stare back at them. Oh shit! Right. That was a vibe. So mm. like everyone was, all, and after that whole scene happened with us, obviously everyone realized like he is a bit anal. Right. So like. Everyone just continued to do their own thing. Mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah, that was nuts. It's a good story, man. It's. Uh, oh my was, god! Yeah. Uh, at that at that point, like after he was done, I was like, man, I actually won't have my like minded getting back by him. <laughs> that at that point it would have been such an epic story. That was brilliant. Uh, it was good. Uh, it was good. And what are the odds, right? Exactly. Like, that's Bali. and you are in one of the remote places, like you know, <laughs> yeah. not even like in the main areas of Bali, but like in a like a place where you have yeah. to trek up to and get and um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. a waterfall and like exactly. the view is probably maybe. What? I mean, I was shocked. I thought because I, I if I if I remember right, she mentions it in the beginning of the vlog, right? And then I was waiting yeah, yeah. for the point. Okay, where is this boy? Where did yeah. he actually meet? <laughs> Uh, Floyd, or is yeah. it like a ruse? But yeah, that's yeah. Pretty, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it was crazy. It was really yeah, yeah. Anyway, dude, thanks a lot for doing this, man. We did, we almost are touching you, an man. hour. It was a pleasure. Um, I appreciate because I wanted to. I as soon as I started doing my podcast with the first guy, I I had a lot lined up because uh, I did nice. this at my office um, at around in the night. I wanted to do a lot of these podcasts because because a lot yeah. no, nobody wants to. So where put would you be uploading in, these podcasts to? Uh, both YouTube and Facebook. Um, oh, okay. So it can be because uh, my Facebook nice. page has been getting a, a quite a bit of traction in the past couple of months. So I'm putting everything there as well. Nice. And uh, in terms of like long viewership, how does that work? Like. Actually, my long form like these podcasts are getting more views than my normal shit. Like, oh, um, that's, cool. that's why I I wanted to somehow get people, and I also want to make sure I focus on the quality because that's something yeah. that I I am anal about. It's not um, necessary, but like a lot of people, for example, if they are interested in learning something and if the quality is not that great, they just you know click away. Yeah, yeah. But if the quality quality is, quality is interesting, they just. Uh, try and hang on for a little while longer and my podcast actually have got a, a little bit more views and um, and also because I'm interviewing like you and your your crowd as it turns right. in uh, and then yeah, yeah, it yeah. just helps grow the mm-hmm. entire thing um, uh, that's always yeah. the best way to kind of grow like that's exactly Vela Beach also like right the best way to always right yeah so I mean thanks a lot for coming man I, it's very hard to convince people nice. to record from another camera and send it to me because it is a it is a bit of a especially if you're not a gearhead like it's it's a bit of a yeah. complicated thing to do yeah 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 if you don't have it true especially yeah. in these times yeah but like 
I don't see why they can't do it. There's nothing else to do right now. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> a factor. It's a daunting factor of uploading. I I am I've been uploading like twenty gig, thirty gig files for a while now. But if you're not somebody yeah, yeah. who has done that before, it's a daunting thing to upload like a ten uh, gig file because you don't know how long it's gonna take and what's the best time to do it and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. where everybody gets discouraged a little. <laughs> that's true. But, actually, um, I didn't think about that. Yeah, but so, if you put it in the night, it should be alright. Yeah, exactly. So if it's because uh, we have midnight, I, I saw your video about uh, the whole the data, data yeah. optimizing yeah. your data usage and stuff pick, like that. I had so. no idea that would get picked up like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, man. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm really because I, I'm a gearhead as well, and that's why I love your like videos and stuff. And the fact I, I heard that you're planning to get Peter McKinnon's backpack as well. Oh man, I saw your comment. So I, oh. I, I backed it. I paid for it, everything. But oh, they wow. sent a mail saying they can't deliver now. Because I am a huge Peter McKinnon. I am obsessed with Peter McKinnon. So I am more of a nomadic fan than Peter McKinnon. Nomadic was my first purchase as a freelancer when I was in and I loved that bag. And then when Peter McKinnon signed up, I was just like, yo, this is it. For me, it's about $500, right? The entire thing? Like the entire pack? Yeah, if you get the entire thing. I just got just the the main camera pack. Wait, how much and is that? That's that. That was two ninety nine. Right. We backed it on Kickstarter, but okay. now it's three ninety nine. Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but he had a giveaway which I signed up for. And same, no same. Come, <laughs> 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 I'm hoping to hear, man. That's uh, why I promote their things so much. I fucking love them. Right. And their yeah, bags man. are really good. Yeah, like, I'm not just Peter McKinnon doing yeah. a bag. Nomadic's bags are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, my ban on buying new gear ends at the end of this year. Then maybe I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, and like also, I was kind of like, okay, in a way, I'm kind of happy they refunded me my money because right. I don't see myself traveling anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like it's I a blessing in disguise, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So I got that money, and then that's why I was like, hmm, okay, what can I get for this amount? Because <laughs> I've already spent it, but uh, right. there's nothing to buy. Right. Interesting, yeah. dude. I appreciate it. I'll definitely um, send you the link and stuff once I edit this. Uh, and then you awesome, send me the footage. Thanks, Thanks for yeah, having man. me. Yeah, man. Yeah, brilliant. I shall speak to you soon.